0: college football history. We may have seen one of the
3: best teams in the history of college football tonight. Brought to you by Sandhills Global on 93.7 The Ticket and ticketfm.com. All right, everybody. We're back again. It's The Drive with AD and Rap. It's Monday. Nebraska's victorious. That's what I'm talking about
0: right there.
2: First,
0: tied for first place. Oh, baby. You can't forget that part. Tied for first place. You know, it shows
2: you that anything can happen in college football. I mean, the West right now is is a is a toss up. Yeah. It's a toss what a sixteen toss up right now. Uh us and a number of others that are toss up in there. Raph, where are you at this morning, bro?
3: I'm in Columbia, Missouri. They're very sad
2: here right now. Go Tigers. They
3: <laughs> almost they almost pulled off the upset of upsets on Saturday night.
2: I was shocked that game was even as close as it was. I mean, was it 25, no, 26, 22? Is that what the score was, final score? Something like that?
3: Yes. Yep, it sure
2: was. Yeah. You got, what, about four hours left? Drive? Uh, Four and a half, five, probably. Yeah, Gotcha. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nick, what'd you think, man? I mean, I know we're going to dive a lot into it. We got Jay Foreman's going to come down and join us for a little bit uh, as well. And I really want to get his take just on some of the differences and things he's seen as far as the defensive side of the
0: ball. Nick, overall, how the post game show go? It went well. Um, I, my main message to to Husker fans was enjoy it. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, because if you think about this in the, in the grand scheme of things, Nebraska did something on Saturday that they haven't done, mm-hmm. and and that's a a, a lot. And that's when a Big Ten football game, and be in a situation where there's four minutes left in the fourth quarter, you're not worried about it. You're not concerned about. All right, is Nebraska going to be able to hold on? Nebraska's Ooh. defense needs a big stop here. Right, you're, you're not. You were. I, I was not worried about it when with four or five minutes left in the fourth quarter. And Nebraska's defense, like I'll be honest, Bill Bush, um, there was questions coming in. How much were we actually going to be able to see? Yeah. Nebraska played a lot of cover one, which I mean, yep. as, as you guys know, is, is probably the easiest defense, mm-hmm. uh, most simple, I should say, yep. simplest defense that a football team can play. And it worked. Guys were guys had kind of a, a revitalized energy. Um, they were flying around. They had a significant amount of fewer less ta- or a significant less amount of of missed tackles on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You allow seventy, what was it, seventy one yards total defensively in, in the second half. Uh, five total yards in the fourth quarter, if I remember correctly um in quarters one, three, and four combined, you allow 98 total yards mm. so like th- it was it was as complete of a game as Nebraska's played in a very long time. You had Brian Bushini who averaged over 40 yard, or around 40 yards per punt. He had three of them that were down inside the 20 yard line you mm-hmm. had f- you had one that was over the 50 yards like and now punt returns could have been a little bit better, I'm sure right right.
1: But
0: oh no 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 no! You don't, well, decision making. There was a guy. We're punt return you now, baby. Well, well, there was there was there were a couple <laughs> decisions, right, you. right, right. We fair caught one. Nebraska fair caught one that was inside the five yard line or inside the seven yard line or whatever. A um, couple decisions that you know necessarily would, would they'd like to probably see cleaned up. But it, from from kind of an overall five thousand foot view, I thought it was a very complete game. Anthony Grant, right? We knew what, we, what they wanted to do coming into the game. Mm-hmm. And I, I told this to Bot, guys, and I'll ask you guys the same question. It, it's somewhat rhetorical. But how refreshing was it that we knew that they wanted what they wanted to do on offense and we they came out and executed it?
2: Well, you two most first, uh, Nebraska. For Nebraska. Well, I'm looking at the, you know, just kind of going over the stats again. We had 385 total yards. We uh, 4.9 was our average of a play. Um, to hold them what's more I think it was more of impressive our defense to hold them under 300 yards mm-hmm. to where we have given up almost three times that. <laughs> and you know two times that and just in the uh, just a week and a half just two weeks ago yeah you know to give up 290 yards not that Indiana was some juggernaut offensively you know so let's keep that in perspective but to keep a team the way we've been playing to keep a team under 290 yards uh, was pretty big. Rap, what was your what was your take on the game man?
3: Uh, my take was um, I picked Indiana on Friday, and I think I will probably have to pick yeah. Rutgers on <laughs> Friday again.
2: What stood out the most to you regarding the game? We got Jay formers going to be calling in, too. Uh, definitely want to get his insight. Probably after we got – when was our first break? Five minutes or Five so. minutes, okay. Okay. Probably get him uh, in quick funny. here. After. Raph, what do you think, man? What you, what's come with your perception of the game?
3: I – I liked just the intensity, like the intensity on defense. They were flying around. That one time I text you, I thought Garrett Nelson might um exhaust himself with his celebration. <laughs> he he went <laughs> for a while there. So But you know, that that's good to see. Yeah. I also, yeah. you know, I'm the same with Nick. I like the way, you know, they ran the ball and then holy cow, the deep ball opens up. That's amazing how that happens. Mm-hmm. So that that was great. And then special teams, we had the block punt. That was Great to see. yeah. And just to, you know, look at the the punt return statistics. The one question I do have, though, is on a blocked punt and a punt return for a touchdown, is that considered a punt return for a touchdown? I always thought it was a blocked punt and then just a return for a touchdown. Because I see that they have the the return as a return for a touchdown in the statistics. Yeah, I,
0: I would assume that it'd be a return for a touchdown punt. So would it be considered a punt return. For yeah, a I believe I believe so. All right, I'll take it. So yeah, there's, yeah. there's just a little caveat in there that they, mm-hmm. they blocked the punt first because then it's still a live ball when it's on the ground. Yeah. So it's just like it's just like if you know it, somebody jumped 20 feet in the air and tipped it when it was coming down, and and it bounced you know towards the end zone and Nebraska just scooped and scored basically right. it would it would be considered yeah. a punt return. And I was taking it
2: any way we can get it. I don't care if they call it a dog return, punt return, cat return, fish yeah. return. <laughs> it was a touchdown.
3: And I just saw – I saw 78 yards in return yards and I almost passed out. I mean, yeah. that, they doubled the last 16 games, 17 yeah. games. So,
2: hey, I'm happy. Let's ride. You yeah. know, you look at it from a special teams perspective. You know, you have the block punt, obviously. You have that taken care of. Um, and that was the first time we blocked a punt for a touchdown since 2009. Think about that. A long that. time ago. Yeah. 13 years ago. It's the first time we had a block punt for a TD. It was the first one also just returned since J.D. Spillman did it in 2019 against South Alabama. So it's been a while that we were talking about special teams in a good light. You know, it's been a first time in a long time we've talked about this. I want to put this out there at the text. We're going to have Jay come on in. Uh, Jay on there? We got him. Jay, good morning, brother.
4: Hey, what's happening?
2: Man, nothing much. Nothing much, man. Different feeling this Monday, isn't it?
4: Man, it is. Uh You know, it's, it's good. You know, for the kids and, and the coaching staff and all the support staff. You know, the the analysts or you know, you know, they got a lot of. You know, I don't know what they, what they call them now, GAs and all that stuff. It, it's good for them to go out there and get a victory. I mean, um, you know, I know you know Indiana might have been down their best receiver, but they 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 have skill position depth. That's one thing they had. So that really, to me, wasn't a you know, it wasn't like you were down Randy Moss or something. So, they are uh, a scheme you up and try to uh, mismatch you and hit you with quick, explosive plays type of team, regardless of who they have out there. And and they're and one thing about Indiana; they're going to come in and and compete, and they're mm-hmm. going to play within themselves. And that's why they were you know to beat three you know three and one. And it wasn't a pretty game, right? Mm-hmm. I, I do think the refs the refs had a you know. Uh, I, I, I say in it because of the amount of flags. Now, some were justified, some weren't, but right. the, the game was real choppy and both teams were heavily, you know, penalized. And to go into the fourth quarter, 21-21, it very easily could have been, oh, here we go again. We'll yeah. find a way to lose. We'll, we'll, you know, fumble the ball with, you know, when we should be trying to hold on. We'll do something. But you know what? I, one thing I picked up on is, uh, you know, Mickey and the whole coaching staff, well, in particular, Mickey, um, you know, in the way he coaches, I think he he did something what, um, you know, a lot of a lot of people were were hoping that you know other people would would do, and you see it a lot of times with Nick Saban. Everybody calls it like hard coaching or coaching hard or whatever. It's called coaching. But mm-hmm. what he did was he coaches every day the same, but he coached this team through it. Right. You know what I mean? And and so, and sometimes you have to do it. Sometimes you have, that's what you have to do. Sometimes, the, I think a lot of times these guys didn't. They, they might have thought they were working hard. They thought they were playing hard, but they, they didn't know what they don't know. You know what I That's mean? Right. And so now I think they're starting to see, um, you know, what was being trying to be told before. And, and it was a tug of war. You mm-hmm. know, if it, it was a Jay Foreman and a Jason Peters down there who was like, hey, dude, you, you guys need to do it this way. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the way it works. This football ain't changing. Right. And then if you got other people pulling the other way, it, it creates a. I wouldn't say chaos, but it's the tug of war mentally, and so I think that uh, you know it's good for them to pull out a game and, and really do something that Nebraska hasn't been able to do against a good opponent, you right. know. Uh, and you know, is, is Indiana Ohio State? No, but they were able to get up by seven, immediately come out there and look like a a defensive unit, mm-hmm. stop them, get the ball back, score, stop them again. Against a you know against a team, so it, you know it was a good victory, and, and you know the twenty four hour rule is definitely in effect for them because they got a game on Friday, and so they got to you know strap it up and get ready to go again and, and go out there and play against the Rutgers team that's not gonna. It, it's kind of like the same type of mentality. They're gonna compete. Yeah, we're better than them on paper, but they're gonna come and compete, and they're they're gonna be well coached, and they're gonna be physical, and they're gonna they they're gonna try to test what's been our kryptonite especially defensively uh, for the last few years. And so it's going to be interesting to see
2: how we handle it. You know, Jay, you looking at um, – the, the, you mentioned the keyword adjustments. You know, that was one thing we did not yeah. see a lot in the past. They were going to make those adjustments. From a defense perspective, what were a few things that stood out to you the most as far as improvement? Because Nebraska – I was, I had this stat yeah. down. I'm going to find this. I thought it was interesting. Um, Nebraska allowed five yards on three Indiana possessions in the fourth quarter while twice driving right. for touchdowns. Think about allowed five yards on 300 possessions. What do you think played into that part where the defense was, I mean, look, night and day come up what we've seen before?
4: Well, uh, you know, really, to be honest with you, it's, like t- it's, it's tightening the noose around the, the neck, right? And, the, you know, whatever you want to post it. You know, stick the dagger in the heart, you know, mm-hmm. you know poke the eye, whatever, whatever your little thing <laughs> is, and, or step on their neck. But what it is is the, the adjustment that they, you know, made was, you know, kind of take a lot of the uh, the fluff out of the the call and kind of keep it real simple, uh, but effective. And understanding that you're not going to be able to stop every single play, but if we play correctly and play hard and compete, we're going to make more plays than not. Mm-hmm. And and so they so conversely, they look faster, right? They looked like they had more energy. You, you had more guys to the ball, so then therefore the 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 huge eyesores of missed tackles. Were, were, you know, weren't as glaring, right? Because if I miss a tackle, A.D. rap and Nick are there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's not, you know, instead of like one or two yards after missed tackle, or what, what was one or two yards after missed tackle, it used to be maybe, okay, 10, 20 yards, right? So the gut punches weren't there. And, you know, they they uh, got out of, you know, sorts a little bit going in the half. Um, but I think they made a, made a little bit of adjustments as far as, um, you know, how they were going to play Indiana coming out of the half, and they pretty much shut them down. Seventy-one yards, uh, shut them. You know, no points in the second half. Uh, maybe a first down or two, but I think it's uh, you know it's the combination of the the coaching staff and the players, and um, and they they embrace it. And also, here's what also I think you know with the with the bigger adjustment. You saw some younger guys in there early,
2: mm-hmm. right?
4: And what that did was it made some guys that hadn't been playing well a little bit uncomfortable. You saw some younger guys, Jamari Butler, come in. First plays in, makes the tackle. Second, and third plays in, and gets the pass breakup. Should have been an interception. You see guys that are, you know, getting actual reps and in and, and, and balling. You saw Hartzog, right? Right. Who hadn't really played that much.
2: True freshman
4: end up start, yeah, starting. You know, he just was going to homecoming just a year ago.
1: <laughs> now he's
4: out here playing under Nebraska home. So, you know, it's a reality, and it's not. And, and you know, the one thing I would say, uh, you know, about at least like the coaching staff and. and Frost guys. I mean, it's still Frost staff. Let's be honest. Um, but with Coach, with Mickey, is you know if you get pulled out, that don't mean you're going on the, the milk carton like sometimes with Bo, you right. Know, and, 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 right? And 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 it's justified, mm-hmm. you know. Turner Corker and you know the the second penalty, I don't really think it was uh, justifiable. But you know, a lot of times these refs want to have a feather in their cap that they. You know they got egos, and so they're trying to do it. They want to be the guy that made that call or whatever, so forth and so on. Kevin Warren up in the press well, box, it, it, right? But yeah, exactly, right. And so at the end of the at the end of the day, you know, when Mickey got on it, you know that's that's in the moment coaching, it's that's a right. learning experience, and, and, and you got to give Turner. He knew he was wrong, and he took the coaching, right? And that's it. It's not personal. It's just hey, dude, you know it's wrong, and that's not how we're going to play. And so what that does it creates a, it creates a, a daily. Uh, I wouldn't even say anxiety. Competitive type of, uh, of culture of you know showing up and doing your best. There is no more days off. There is no more grandfather and oh you know I'm, you know X Y Z. You gotta go play. Right. I mean that's what football is. You know. And are all the Husker problems solved? No. But I think they they're taking a you know that's a step in the right direction. I know like you know the one thing about coaching and and, and I know you guys are talking about you know Wisconsin and Paul Chris is like. It's not even what have you done for me lately. It's what are you have you done for me literally a minute ago? Mm-hmm. And what they're doing, you know. And so you know, around here, oh Mickey can't beat Indiana off a bye week. he doesn't have a chance to be a head coach, and we need to come in and scrap the whole thing. Hey, look, man, you got to have. A, you know, when, there's a, you know, a saying that you know sometimes when I was going through stuff, my mom used to ask. I always called my mom and asked her like, "What should I do?" And she was like, "Peace, be still." Yeah, and I was like, yep. "What? A, you know what? A, and you, Ad, you know when you're stressed out, you want answers." And I was like, "What the heck does that mean?" She's like, <laughs> "Don't do, don't do nothing. Be calm and yep. let everything play itself out." Absolutely. That's the same way you got to do in a football game when you're making decisions and all that other stuff. And so you got to let it play out. I think um, I'm really interested to see how they handle success in the sense of can I see the same effort, the same execution on Friday night. And then, you know, then when we talk on Monday then you're like, yeah, yeah, you know, I can see what we're doing. You know, I think there's some things that they can definitely clean up and get a lot better if the attention to detail is there.
2: Mm -hmm. Folks, we're on the drive. We have uh, Nebraska Hall of Famer Jay Foreman on the line with us. Definitely want to check out his show, uh, Old School with DP and Jay, starting at 4 o'clock Central Time. They'll break down more thoughts. Jay, can we get you one more segment?
4: Yeah, yeah, one more second, man. All right. so you know it's
2: all good in the hood. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, you're on The Drive with ADN Raff. We have the Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman, on with us this morning. Talking all things Nebraska football and sports. we we'll be right back.
1: We'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid. So you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops.